Welcome back to Stories, hosted by me, Abby Sharp. I'm continuing my series of discussing people and organizations from the 1950s and later that played a role in the civil rights movement. Some, like today's topic, are stories that you've likely never heard about. Today I'm going to tell you about Claudette Colvin. On March 2, 1955, 15-year-old Colvin was on a packed bus in Montgomery, Alabama, with a few of her classmates. A white woman came on the crowded bus, and the bus driver walked over to Colvin and her classmates and told them to get up from their seats so the white woman could sit. Colvin's classmates got up, but she didn't. Colvin said she had already paid her bus fare, and it was her constitutional right to sit in that seat on the bus. She didn't have to get up. Two officers quickly jumped on the bus, pulled Colvin out of her seat, and arrested her. This story might sound familiar to some. That's because we all know the story of Rosa Parks, who did the same thing, just nine months later. Colvin told NPR's Margot Adler in 2009 that she understood why Rosa Parks was a symbol of the Montgomery bus boycott. The NAACP and all the other uh, black organization group knew that she would be a good uh, icon because she was an adult. They didn't think that uh, teenagers would be reliable. There's another reason why the NAACP and others didn't focus on Colvin and her arrest, and it's more superficial. Her looks, they liked her looks. Their texture, and I'm saying it's skin texture, that most black people accept when they're with the middle class. So she fit that profile as a good, nice, you know, icon that was, you know, she was genteel. Regardless of who ended up being the poster child for the bus boycott, Colvin was still the first to really challenge the law. Colvin told NPR that it had been Black History Month, and she and her classmates spent their days talking about the oppression they faced daily under Jim Crow laws, ranging from their inability to try on shoes in a store to not being able to eat at a lunch counter. Colvin said that they also talked about Harriet Tubman, the runaway slave who led other slaves to freedom through the Underground Railroad, and Sojourner Truth, a former slave who became an abolitionist and activist for women's rights. Can you imagine all of that in my mind? Just like my head was just too full of black history. You know, the oppression that we went through. So I tell everybody, I say, you know what, how it felt? I said it felt like Sojourner Truth was on one side pushing me down and, and Harriet Tubman was on the other side of me pushing me down. I couldn't get up. Colvin didn't just challenge the law while on that Montgomery bus. She took her challenge of the law to court. She was one of four female plaintiffs in Browder v. Gale, the Supreme Court case that overturned bus segregation laws in Montgomery and eventually the state of Alabama. The case, which was decided on November 13, 1956, ruled that segregated transportation systems violated the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. Browder also effectively overturned Plessy v. Ferguson, a case decided 60 years prior. That case focused on the requirement of separate railroad cars for blacks and whites in Louisiana. In Plessy, the Supreme Court wrote in a 7-to-1 decision that equal but separate accommodations for whites and blacks did not violate the Equal Protection Clause. The Supreme Court changed their minds 60 years later in Browder v. Gill. Last year, Time Magazine wrote a feature on Colvin. In it, they wrote, quote, Colvin was part of a long history of black resistance in the South. Colvin wasn't the first resistor, and she definitely wasn't the last but she can be credited with challenging bus segregation in Montgomery before Rosa Parks and the NAACP. Thanks to Margot Adler and NPR for the sound. Thanks for listening to another story with me. I'm Abby Sharp, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>